everybody to Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. Motley Maniacs, welcome to Motley Metal on Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. I am your host with the most from coast to coast, from across the pond to far and beyond, from the North Pole to the South Pole, and goddamn, that's a mouthful. Wanted by 9 out of 10 single moms, the producer, Chris Rex, and uh, I did have a song I was trying to play for you guys, uh... When the show opened up, I'm having some internet issues. The, ki- the kids are home from school today, so they're all here on the internet uh, doing their schoolwork and everything. Um, later today, we're going to have uh, a guest, Randy Christie, a.k.a. Tarzan Duran, pro wrestler and musician. Uh, we're going to have him on later on today. We're going to be chopping it up, and we're going to be playing... Uh, another newly released song. We played one last week. We have another one to play for you guys today. So yeah, other than that, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about what I've been doing. I've been doing the Four Corners podcast, for building the Four Corners network along my best friend, John Pun. Uh, we've done 10 episodes of the Four Corners podcast, and we still have one more episode of Territory Talk to uh, uh, to do which will make it 10 in 10, 10 weeks we've been doing this. We've been, we've been slowly uh, get, getting our numbers up on, on the videos on, on Facebook, which is, seems to be our main platform. Without further ado, let's get to the music here on Motley Metal, starting off with some silence and fame on fire. This is New Blood. This is Motley Metal on Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. <laughs> New blood, shake off the old trust, throw out the cynical, the typical, cause it's the only way, the pattern will ever change, we need a new high, to keep our eyes wide, an antidote for the poison, that's eating us alive, that's killing
Krise. Die Seele zieht auf stille Reise. Fleisch vergeht, Geist wird sich heben. Das Ein wird sich dem Tod ergeben. Du ganz allein, doch wir werden bei dir sein.
This is Motley Metal. I am your host, Chris Rex, and on our first block, we finally got to our first block, uh, New Blood, featuring Fame on Fire by uh, Solence. We had the new Metallica, Lux Eterna, uh, Eterna by, um, off the new 72 Seasons album, um, Adieu by Ramstein. We had Slipknot's The Dying Song and closed out that block with Monochrome by Baby Metal. Um, we've got this whole uh, this whole playlist today, this whole set list I have for you today is all brand spanking new hard rock and metal from bands you may or may not know. And that's what I love about uh, Mountain Metal and being able to play these songs for you is for you to be able to discover new bands and new songs that you may never have heard of before 
and new musicians like Randy Christie, who will be joining us around in the around the six o'clock p.m. Eastern, which is about almost thirty minutes. We'll have him on. We'll be chopping it up with him. Um, definitely not going to be your traditional interview. Uh, it's we're just going to be shooting the shit here. Uh, let's get back to the music. Up next, we've got some Avatar, some Zero Nine Thirty Six. We have some Skillet, some Lionheart. This is Motley Metal. <laughs>
Why snake making us bang our hell? 
had more patience and my willpower was strong. Enough to listen to my soft stories that are already too long. I can lead myself to water and I can always make me drink. I put stickers on my You are tuned in to Motley Metal, and uh, on that block, we had Avatar with The Dirt I'm Buried In, Lionheart, At War With The Gods, featuring Los, 0936, Stuck In My Ways, Skillet, with Psycho In My Head, Steel Panther with 1987, love that song, and No Effects with My Favorite Enemy. Uh, we're going to be joined by our guest, Randy Christie, um, pretty much after this block. I'm, I'm going to uh, put the call in while this block is, is playing. Um, and We're, we're going to shoot the shit. We're going to talk some pro wrestling. We're going to talk some music. We're going to talk life. We're going we're gonna to talk about what he's inv getting involved in right now and uh, where you can find him if he's coming to a city or a town or a country near you. Uh, on our next block, we're going to start off with some St. Esonia, Devastate, we got some Pierce the Veil on here, Crown the Empire, this is Motley Metal, I am your host, the producer, Chris Rex, stay tuned. Same shit. 
This is Motley Metal. I am your host, Chris Rex, and right now we are joined by, uh, he's a musician, he's a pro wrestler, he is a motherfucking entertainer, Randy Christie, a.k.a. Tarzan Duran. Randy, how are we doing today? Hell yeah, man, I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? Fucking always doing great, excellent, and improving here on Motley Metal. For all the Motley Maniacs, this is a chance for you guys to get to know Randy Christie and uh, get to know his music. We'll be playing his new track, uh, Glock 45, which was released, what, about two days ago it was released? Yeah. Yup, yup. Now, last week, we we played Cursed by the Devil, which I really like the lyrics in that song. I, I, I like your sound. I, I gotta say, like, um, you, you really, you, it's kind of this raw underground feel, like, there's no really, like, professional studio going on, it's you and your fucking guitar and a microphone, and I fucking, I love that, that sound, that raw sound. Oh, dude, it's even more ghetto than that, it's literally <laughs> a cardboard box with a cup in there that holds my phone straight up that I can stig into. Ah. <laughs> well, let me tell you, when I first started doing Motley Metal, I had this little mic, and to kind of make the, the um, that wind barrier there, I fucking took a pair of pantyhose, fucking cut it, wrapped it around the fucking microphone, I mean, 
this thing was rigged up. <laughs> I stepped my game up a little bit now, you know, but uh, yeah, man, we, yeah. you got to do it however you got to do it. And um, the first thing I want to talk about with you is uh, where you grew up um, and the styles of music you grew up around. All right. Well, I don't want to speak of the town that I grew up in because I don't like that town. No, I'm just playing. But uh, <laughs> I basically grew up in, well, I mean, I was born at the hospital in New Brunswick, New Jersey, and really just moved around my entire life all throughout New Jersey. Um, I was in a rare situation where, like, you know, I'd, like, start first grade and fucking move, finish first grade elsewhere, start second grade, move, and literally up until eighth grade that I did that. So uh, I was bouncing around all over the damn place. That was really neat. <laughs> I feel you on that. When I was a teenager, I I moved back and forth from New York to Florida about three to four times. So <laughs> it's like I, I'd, oh, I'd start cool. in middle school, and then next year, uh, seventh grade, I'm in Florida. Eighth grade, I'm in New York. Ninth grade, um, I start in New York, go back down to Florida, come back up for tenth grade. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I've been to school longer than anybody. <laughs> oh, dude, that's cool. At least you got to go to different states, man. I was just going a few towns over every damn time. Yeah, you know, it, it it was hard though. It was hard though. Now, what what music were you were you brought up on? All right, so uh, I remember my mother told me that she would put me to sleep as a baby and play like Ozzy and Guns N' Roses. So I guess there's that. Uh, my dad, he's just, like a big like metalhead, and uh, well, he got me into like Kiss at a young age, and you know, of course Ozzy. Uh, I was named after Randy Rhodes. Uh, so That's I was fucking a dope. Player. That's so I remember yeah, I yeah. seen that on Facebook. I just I said, you know what? That's a that's something great to mention on the fucking show because you don't hear too many things like that. Like I was I was named after Randy Rhodes. You know that's fucking pretty badass, bro. Fuck <laughs> well, yeah, and no, dude. And with my name being Randy, a lot of people ask me like, oh, is your real name Randall or Randolph? I'm like, fuck no, Randolph. That's fucking yeah. great, man. Now, um. Were you always in, into, like, playing music from a young age, or was that something that you discovered later in life? All right, so I started playing the guitar in high school. I started playing a right-handed guitar, and once I broke a string, I gave the guitar back to my dad and asked him to fix it. Well, my dad thought, well, my dad said that I was musically illiterate because it was taking me a long time to learn the right-handed guitar. Of course, he didn't know that I was left-handed. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, maybe like five, six years ago, I'm just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to buy a guitar. And I bought a lefty guitar, and I picked it up way faster. So, yeah, that shit worked out. I, I hear you. <laughs> um, I think it's crazy that uh, your father is like, yeah. you know, you're musically illiterate because you're left-handed playing a right-handed guitar, you know. That's like having me play yeah. something left-handed. I'm I'm right-handed. I'm not going to be able to fucking do it and pick it up so quick. <laughs> yeah, but nowadays uh, I do trip people out sometimes where if there's no left-handed guitar, I'll just, you know, I'll take the right-handed one, I just flip it upside down and reverse the chords. Mm. Um, you know, if I stay practicing it, I could at least do like a song or two. But, you know, it's difficult. So, what was your dream? Was your dream to be a wrestler? Was your dream to be a rock star? What was your, your dream? I mean, like, daydreaming-wise, I guess probably both. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. I mean, I was always into wrestling, like, really young as a kid. And, um, you know, I just, I don't know, you know, I just always had, like, visions of just beating people up, man. And, uh, 
you know, beating people up and, and singing and shit on stage. So that's just what it was. I hear you, man. I hear you. That that was kind of my thing too. Ever since, like, I I, I say as far as I, I I can open my eyes, you know, I, I wanted to be a wrestler. Like, you, I I know you probably had this when you were in school. Teachers, said, oh, what do you want to be? A doctor, a lawyer? No, I want to be a rock star or I want to be a wrestler. Oh, but I mean a real job. I want to be a rock star or a wrestler. Like, <laughs> did you have yeah. that? Did you have that growing up? Um, yeah, man, actually my high school really pissed me off, uh, before my senior year, like, I was acing math, I don't know why, I'm just like, I was just super good at math, and all I wanted was, I was like, yo, put me in business math, and they put me in college prep, and I'm like, I'm not going to college, though, and, uh, I don't know, I mean, I, I like, aced the class, I mean, I, I don't know, I, like, aced it for, like, three months, and I fucking dropped it, because I'm like, yo, fuck you guys, you know what I mean, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I was going through a lot as a child and everything, and you know, in high school and all that shit. And of course, you know, I'm sure the teachers didn't know, so they just wanted to try to put me through more fucking hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, God damn it, I'm already dealing with enough. You know, <laughs> I think high schools like that for for a lot of us that want to get into some form of entertainment business, where it's it's a tough time for us. It's a tough time for any any teenager going into high school. And music, I've always found, is kind of like. That, that relation to everybody where it's like that was your escape music was always my escape at that time in middle school high school it was Linkin Park um, it was a lot of Metallica yeah. Green Day so it, yeah. was, it was like um, I was bullied in school you know um, and that was kind of my release I didn't talk about it I didn't really fight back until you know later years but my escape was okay I can listen to Linkin Park so one step closer and that's just gonna bring out everything you know and yeah, I think music is obviously what is such a. I talk about this. Um, I did an interview with a uh, black metal band, well, lead singer of a black metal band, and um, Eternal Hellcracks, and we were talking about how music seems to be like this secret to life, you know, that yeah. brings everybody. Like, where would we be without music? Where would life be? Mm -hmm. You know, what would life be? It, it definitely gets you, like, another state of mind. Yeah. You know, like, especially, like, being at a concert and, you know, like, really getting sucked into it. Uh, we talked about his upbringing, being in high school, uh, and his in, in, in musical influences. Now we're going to talk about something that we, we uh, another thing we both love besides music, pro wrestling. Um, it's actually how we met, um, I don't know, fucking... 2011, 2012 was the first time I met him, and um, yeah, uh, it, it's crazy how pro wrestling brings so many people together, like music. And we're, we're gonna we're gonna get to know your career here. Um, when did you start? Like, what what year did you actually start training to be a pro wrestler? June 21st. So I probably started like officially professionally training at 15, and and yeah, went from there. <laughs> Uh, all right, now where where did you train? What what was it a specific school or was it under a, a, per, a person? So even though I'm in the hot spot of New Jersey, my family wanted to get fucking rid of me, so they sent me out to Hagerstown, Maryland, where I'm actually wrestling at tomorrow for adrenaline championship wrestling. So that's gonna be really cool. But um, yeah, so they sent me all the fuck way out there to the House of Pain, um, and I trained under John Rambo. Okay. And that's how I got my start. Yeah, very old school shit, you know. Now uh, describe. Just, just for our listeners, because um, our listeners are all Motley Metal, really aren't too many 
wrestling fans as listeners. So explain to them the, the process of, of training and exactly uh, what goes into it and how hard it really is. Because it looks easy on TV to do <laughs> to do what we do on TV, but in person, it's uh, it's definitely not an easy time. <laughs> yeah, well, like everything with wrestling, um, I mean, you know, like every time you do like a springboard, you know, like jumping up to the top rope, you know, it's like there's that little bit of fear. You know what I mean? Like you're always going to have like that little bit of fear every time you stand on the top rope. You know, you always got like that little bit of fear, and you know, with the wrestling, it's just you know when you're trying new things, like taking a back bump falling straight backwards without putting your hands down or anything like that, falling straight backwards, you know, that's, you know, it's, it's scary at first. And, um, yeah, so there's a lot of, you know, wrestling is all about just getting over fears and things. All right, now, your first professional match. Describe it. I, I could tell you all mine was horrible. So <laughs> describe your, your first uh, pro wrestling match. All right, so um, when I went to Hagerstown, Maryland, they would do a show every Tuesday and Saturday, um, always no matter what. And then sometimes they'd do road shows on Saturdays. So I think, like, my first, like, three matches was at the school, and they were, like, battle royals. They yeah, just simple things. And then, um, yeah, and then I uh, eventually ended up having, like, my first singles match, which was at um, the Apollo in West Virginia in Martinsburg. And it was me and Cocky Rocky Nicola. Very, very simple shit. But, uh... I think we had a good match. I don't think we, like, fucked anything up. Uh, John was, like, going over with us with everything fucking, like, weeks prior. So, yeah. It could have been worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <coughs> oh, my first match, I, it, would, I think it, was, it was Long Island, New York. I think Shirley, New York for uh, ECPW. <coughs> and I just got my ass kicked by uh, this big dude, Andrew Anderson. I got my ass kicked by him for about like five minutes, and like, I yeah, remember he's a cool fucking dude. I came to the show in my gear, <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, so I had this camera in my pocket. I just forgot that that camera was in my pocket. So legit, during the ending spot, I think he goes to like uh, body slam me or something, and you just see the fucking camera fall out of my pocket, and I'm just like. Fuck, man. Like, oh, dude, if, he, if the camera would have fell out and hit him in the head and he would have fell down, that would have been so That cool. would have been awesome. <laughs> Funny story is um, my tag team partner, John Pun, uh, his wife was managing at the time, managing both of us at the time, and we kind of sacrificed her. <laughs> we, she, he was like, we, we wanted to do a spot to where like he got, uh, she tries to interfere. He grabs her and does, you know, the fake kiss thing. You know? Uh, yeah. So... We was like, yo, Vicky, you got to do something for us, man. And she's like, what? And we're like, we're going to do a spot where he kisses you. And she's like, no, that's not happening. And we're like, come on, like, just think of what, it might, it might do something for us. Come on. <laughs> so we had her thinking, we had her thinking he was really going to kiss her. <laughs> we didn't put her on. And, like, right before when I was like, nah, he's not really going to kiss you. Like, he went over it with her and everything. I mean, she didn't, she still didn't enjoy the fact that we put her up for that. But, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Now, we met in Fighting Spirit Wrestling, Joel Maximo's company. Um, I, I had been one of his students for uh, maybe a, a year or two at that time. And you were working as Jersey Kid. Um, yeah. Now we, we we were talking about this while while uh, we were playing the music here. Um, what where where did Jersey Kid come from? Um, 
and what was kind of the influence behind the gear? Because I loved the gear at that time. I'm a fan of like Earl, of '80s like glam rock, and that's what it just reminded me of. I was such a fan of that gear. Yeah. So um, originally, I wanted my name to be Killer Deathwish, but everybody was telling me, "Oh, that's so stupid." So I'm like, "Fuck you, assholes!" And um, <laughs> ended up just letting them fucking name me fucking Jersey Kid. And um, it eventually, like, you know, it costs a lot of money to pay for fucking gear. So I lived in New York City, and I would just, like, go down, I can't remember where, but I'd find these, like, little, like, chick outlet stores and just get some really sick-ass tights for, like, nine bucks. And i just fucking rock those, man, and, yeah, those are pretty cool. Uh, of course, you know, now, like, you know, now, like, I'm 32, you know, I've been wrestling for, like, 16 years or whatever, I'm, like, the past two years, I've finally been rebranding myself and choosing what I want to do, what I want to be called, and just doing what the fuck I want and having fucking fun, because that's what... It's really about in this fucking business is you, having fucking fun. You just hit it on the money. I was just going to say that is I feel the same way. We're the same age, 32. I've been doing this 12 years. Now I'm starting to find myself. And now I'm starting to have that. I, I thought I had a I don't give a fuck attitude. I had the wrong I don't give a fuck attitude back then. Now it's that I just want to have fun. Um, I don't care if, you know, this person doesn't want to book me anymore. I don't care if they're like... I just want to work where they want to have me. I want to have fun in the matches that I'm doing and what I'm doing with, with this whole brand that I'm building for myself, you know? And, yeah. and like we were talking about, it's crazy how sometimes it does take 12, 14, 15, 16 years for you to kind of find yourself in wrestling. Yeah. Well, you know, I was always plagued with personal issues as well, you know, throughout my life and stuff. And, yeah, so I don't know, like you know, like pers on like a personal level and professional level, man. I've just been like stepping up lately, and things have been nice. Yeah. Now, do you do you have goals of getting signed? Like, what what are your goals? Do you see yourself in the next couple of years? Like, that you want the level you want to be at in wrestling. So within the next year, I uh, I want to try to become more of a name on the independent scene. Um. And, you know, it's like, you know, someone books me in a match, you know, I'm, you know, you book me against somebody that can fucking go, and we're going to fucking go and give you a five-star fucking match. And, uh, I don't know, I, I kind of want to get a little bit more recognition on there. And and then, like, I was thinking, like, next year, maybe try to go for, like, a WWE tryout or, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, like, I help out with, like, Major League Wrestling. Uh, they put me on once under a mask. So that was cool. I got to, like, do, so, do a spot with Matt Cross, which was badass because, you know, he's phenomenal. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Right now, just, yeah, man, I just want to, you know, do the independence scene for a little bit. I want to get bigger on there, get more money on the independence, you know, cause more of a fucking ruckus. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, you, you're doing I mean, some pretty cool shit. I said you did, I seen you did The Gathering. Gathering of the Juggalos, yeah. that that's that's one that's on my fucking bucket list, man. I'm like, I, I want to do those shows so fucking bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, you know the gathering this year was like a huge like turning point with like a lot of fucking things, and it was uh, it was awesome. Like, not only do I wrestle, um, or not only did I wrestle at the gathering, but I also went with the POR stunt crew, or as the gathering calls them, the world's most dangerous stunt crew, and we fucking killed it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some. Uh, I've seen some yeah. clips on Facebook. Of you, you, it's it's for some pretty pretty insane stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I went to Hollow Wicked this year, which was pretty cool. 
And um, yeah, I ended up like beating up one of the guys on stage after the stunt show and fucking, you know, doing like the power driver through the chairs. And uh, I created a new move where I basically flipped the guy over into a DDT. I did that shit on his chair. And uh, yeah, she was like, oh my God, I even uh, I ended up taking a fish hook and putting it through the guy's mouth. And, you know, it was attached to a fishing pole. So uh, I, I gave the pole to clown this and I threw the guy out into the crowd when the crowd started body surfing him. And then he had to have clown this reel him back in. And, uh, <laughs> that's fucking so fucking dope man you know it, it, it's great you're having these these experiences and like you said at the end of, at the end of this all it's about having fun and, and creating the fucking memories uh speaking yeah. of memories do you have any ribs uh that that, that you could share with us that, that you're able to share share with us oh shit I don't know, man. I don't know. I usually try not to fuck with people too much fucking anymore. You know what I mean? I'm sure, like, when I was younger, I was getting some shit. I forgot most of my shit, man. I don't know. <laughs> my memory's not the fucking greatest no more. Yeah, uh, I hear you. I smoke a lot of weed, so it's it's sometimes... I, I, I It's hard for me to remember certain part, parts of stories and shit like that. Uh, like, if I'm on the bomb talking to Pun, he'll be like, no, nah, this happened then, and I'm like, whatever. But uh, speaking of marijuana... Uh, obviously we're, we're both pro, uh, marijuana here. Um, do you find that, uh, cause me, I, I smoke, like, I, I started smoking obviously to get high, but through wrestling, I found that it helped, it helps, you know, especially after a fucking show. Cause you know, that shit doesn't hit you until you're laying in fucking bed. <laughs> then, then all that shit fucking yeah. hits you. Um, do you find it as more of a pain reliever, a pain reliever now? Um, so with me, uh, I just found out what anxiety was a couple of years ago, and I think I had like really bad like anxiety my whole life, and so I always like smoked like a lot of weed just to like be able to like cope with shit and do things or whatever, and so like you know there's a lot of guys that won't smoke before they wrestle, like me like I kind of have to smoke before I wrestle, and you know sometimes I like to smoke after too. It's not as important, you know like. The stressful thing is the match. So it's like before the match, sometimes I'll get a little bit of anxiety and, or I'll just have too many thoughts. I'm like, hold on, just give me a second, dude. Let me just go in the car, just smoke real quick. Now I'll come back and fucking get into my flow. You know? But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I smoke way too much weed, so I've been like trying to cut back with it and stuff. I hear you. Oh, no, you, you're 100% right. I, I'm the type, too, where I, I, I again, I didn't discover what anxiety really was until recently. Uh, maybe the last two to three years, and yeah, yeah. I, I'm starting to look back at things in my life, and, and I'm like, okay, I'm starting to see, okay, I probably fucking had depression longer than than I thought I fucking had it. You know, I I had these traumatic experiences, uh, and then the anxiety. Then I'm like, I, I smoke again a lot of weed because I I have anxiety. Like for me to go out in public sometimes, even just to go to a bar, even though I'm gonna be drinking. I have to smoke before I do that. I have to prepare myself yeah. to engage with people before I go to a show. I have to smoke because I have to prepare myself to be around all these people and, and engage with, with these people. And like you said, the stress factor of the match. Um, yeah. so I, I don't I don't forget the match when I when I smoke before a match. You know, I smoke. I yeah, talk yeah. out. I talk out. You know, we do what we have to do, and we go out there and we fucking kick ass. Um, yeah. And I think. Since marijuana is more accepting now um, in, in pro wrestling, 
I remember when, when I was doing it, bro, at the Ludus, and I, and I was smoking, and it was, I'm a fucking pothead, I'm this, I'm this, and then three, four years later, everyone, everyone's a fucking pothead now, everyone's fucking smoking weed now, and it's like, like that, that it's kind of like, wait, 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 but where, where was this opinion change, you know, of, okay, where, when I was doing it five years ago, six years ago, it was, it was such a bad thing to do before a match, and you're doing drugs before a match. Now it's oh it's 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 all right it's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, that's weird. Um, I mean, you know, I guess like you know, like weed, you know, you smoke and you get high. Well, I mean, I smoke so much that like, you know, if I don't smoke for like the whole day and then smoke once later that night, some really good shit. Like, yeah, I'll get like pretty high. I'm like, oh shit, I'm yeah. actually I'm fucking stoned. But usually throughout the day, like I'm smoking right now, and it's it's how it's how we I'm function. Just, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. So like. You know, so for like people that don't that that smoke weed but don't smoke all throughout the day like I do, you know, they're like, oh no, I don't want to get high before a match. I'll get all fucked up and goofy or whatever. You know, but for me, it just allows me to just balance out. Yeah, it's it's a natural thing. You know, yeah. I, I think well, I've been smoking marijuana since I was sixteen, fifteen, around there. Mm-hmm. So literally, just like my half half my life, <laughs> I've been smoking yeah. weed every day. It's <laughs> So now it's like I, I I think I need to take a tolerance break. I I think I definitely do need to take a tolerance break. I was thinking about it uh, the other day. Uh, sometimes it's just like I, I I don't get high. Sometimes you know, like when I'm looking for that high, I don't get it because it's just I I naturally function by smoking weed all fucking day, especially when I'm doing podcasts and then going to work and then coming home and doing podcasts. And <laughs> I, I no, yeah, dude. So I, I, yeah, I think like, uh, I think a tolerance break is much fucking needed. It's, <laughs> yeah, you know I realized like I could do like podcasts now. I could do that stuff really good, but I have to have a bowl with me because mm-hmm. there would just be like a second where I'll just get like a little stuttery or something like whoa, you know. And then I hit the weed again, and it's like okay, now I can focus and actually have a indulge in the conversation. Well, that yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly what me and Pun do on our podcast on uh, the Four yeah. Corners podcast on the network. We uh we legit we just sit there and we smoke and we talk about wrestling. So it's two things we fucking love. I love smoking weed and I love talking about wrestling. And I think I think honestly that's been the engagement. Like that's been why we've been getting views is is because because we smoke. I don't know because we had done a podcast before that with another co-host and everything like that, and we we really tried not to smoke on you know and we tried to keep it straight. And we weren't really getting, like, too many views or, or listens mm-hmm. anymore, you know? And it's like, what the hell? Like, and then I was like, okay, let's start pre... We, we used to do live. Then I was like, okay, let's start pre- doing pre-recorded. Uh, let's change out our whole format and change the name of the show and rebrand all this shit. And then we were just like, well, I'm not going to hide smoking weed because, I mean, I'm, I'm supposed to go through this 45-minute, an hour show to just and not smoke at all. That's yeah. not gonna work. So then we, we we just little by little we just were like more open with doing it. You know, like I think we opened up a show where Pun had rolled like this like perfect blunt, and we just opened up the show with like this is a perfect blunt. Welcome to the, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, dude. Um, no, with the POR wrestling, um, you know the POR wrestling stunt crew. Well, like this whole past year, whenever I've been going down there, I've been like smoking a blunt during my matches, and I'll roll up like two or three blunts just so I have like backup. So I, 
you know, like I'll do the whole chain wrestling, you know, if I do any cool moves, everything I do, all, all while smoking a blunt the entire time. I get my ass kicked while smoking a blunt the entire time. Kick out of it. Ah! <laughs> I fucking love that because I was thinking about doing that. And I seen Grim Reefer did it uh, where, in, in Jer- on the Jersey shows for GCW. I seen Reefer doing his flips and shit while smoking. I was like, that's fucking dope. Like, it's that accepted now. <laughs> yeah. well, well, the difference between me and Grim Reefer, you know, great fucking awesome dude. He smokes in the middle of his match, or you know, where like so, you know, then he'll like live a fucking joint. Yeah. Like what I do with the POR thing is it's the know, whole like, match. Hit, so I fucking come out and I light up the blunt yeah, for the whole fucking match, and that's, that's why I have fucking I roll up like two or three blunts that back. You know, I got a fucking match idea. I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge you to. If anyone can book this, wants to book this, me and you, I, I'm sure me and you will have a fucking banger of a match. And the whole match, we fucking just, we, we're, we're smoking throughout the whole fucking match. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know how, man, but I, I haven't broken one yet. I don't know, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, you chain wrestling and everything, I haven't bent one, lost a chair, or nothing, dude. I don't know how. It's been fucking sweet. Ooh, you know what, just... Don't jinx it, man. Just <laughs> don't jinx it. <laughs> yeah. You know, that would really suck if the cherry fucking broke and fucking burnt, burnt your fucking opponent. That would that would really fucking suck. I don't know. Well, I used the blunt and I'll like burn their forehead with it and shit like that. You know. That's so. nice. That's like yeah. You, I see yeah, you do a little bit of the deathmatch wrestling too. You dabble in that. Yeah. So you know, pro- professional wrestling is like one like broad spectrum of like you know, or there's like a bunch of little subgenres. And different communities, you know, like the deathmatch wrestling, that's like a whole different fucking community, just like Lucha Libre is a whole different fucking community. And, um, you know, so I try to be as best as I can at fucking everything. And just, you know, I try to be like well rounded as much as I can. And it's like, you know, I can do the fucking deathmatch shit. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh, but you know, once I get in that mindset, I'm fucking ready to go. Fucking let's do it. You know what I mean? All right, now let me ask you, because I've thought about doing it. I, have a cu- I had a couple offers that have turned down because I'm just like, I don't know. Is that something? You you kind of charge more for, or is that like you're like uh, you know like you treat like a regular a regular booking? Uh, no, it's something that you definitely get paid more for. Yeah, uh, I, I, I was hoping yeah. so. because <laughs> yep. I'm sitting there and I'm like, because I I, I uh, came up with with uh, Casanova, and uh-huh. that he was part of the snot and everything, um, and that before he, again he before he found himself. And, like, I've always thought about hitting him up and be like, yo, I want to do these, like, no no ring death matches. It seems pretty fucking cool. It seems like my atmosphere, you know, like, in a bar with a bunch of rowdy fucking people that just want to see two people beat the shit out of each other. That's right up my fucking alley. Um, but then I'm like, damn, man, like, I got a job, too. You know, I, like, I got a shoot job to get back to as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, lately, like, when I do death matches, you know, it's very similar to, like, a pro match that I do. It's just, you know, I just get a couple cuts. But, um, I don't know. I mean, my big thing is I try to just avoid getting, like, hard hits to the head. You know what I mean? I take way too many of those where I think I just, like, fuck it up my eyesight a little bit. I have to wear contacts. I had 20-20 vision. I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, but then, you know, then there's, like, some hardcore guys that I wrestle with that want to get fucking nailed in the fucking head. And, you know, like, uh, um, I was wrestling with this guy, Charlie Bonifer, and um, I was throwing super kicks at him, and he just lowers his chin and everything. I'm like, the fuck? That's what I'm, I'm like, god damn it, move. I'm like, shit. So, I'm like, I'm throwing the super kicks at him, and I'm fucking hitting him. 
And, you know, we go to the back. I'm like, bro, dude, like, what, what, what the fuck, man? And he's like, oh, no, I wanted you to hit me in the head. And he's like, I wanted to take them. I'm like, oh, okay. Jesus. I'm like, well, that makes me kind of uncomfortable. You know what Yeah, I mean? right? Like, you know, I can make my, like, I don't know. It was like throwing off my fucking kicks because I didn't want to fucking nail him as hard as I would have fucking nailed him. I, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's fucked up. Well, we're gonna we're gonna hear you on your new track. Up next, it's uh, Randy Christie's latest release. It's called Glock Forty Five. It's available on all all our streaming platforms. It's on Apple Music. It's on Spotify. Um, I'm I'm sure you, you'll find it on on iHeartRadio and um, mm-hmm. pretty much everywhere you would listen to to music. You can find it. Glock Forty Five. This is Motley Metal. I'm here shooting the shit with Randy Christie. Stay tuned, folks. You are here with the Tarzanian devil, the wildlife, Randy Christie, and you are listening to Motley Metal on Pipe Bomb Radio, New York City. I waited for you till three in the morning You're ignoring, you're not there I wonder where you are, oh yeah And I don't care, I will wait there for you Day and night and night I'll be alright And I swear that you saw me there, you left me all alone. You don't care, you just toy with my emotions. That's what's wrong. I'm 
I've settled the score So when I spill your brains all over the goddamn floor But I don't care, I don't need you there But I don't care, I don't need you here But I don't care, I don't need you there But I don't care my sins I'm not okay but I can try my best to just pretend so will you wake me up or will you drown me out so will you wake me up or will you drown me
back And don't care much if we come back Sitting still just wasn't meant for me Some folks just go straight and narrow Turns out that life ain't right for me Cause every time we cross state lines The grass we find on the other side Always seems to twist up twice as green Keep 
I will love it, it's my 
switch. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Modley Metal. On that block, we had, uh, let me get back to the iTunes here. On that block, we had uh, Glock 45 by my man Randy Christie, the new single available everywhere, Spotify, Apple, uh, I'm just going to say all streaming fucking platforms. Uh, and, if, and if you don't like the song, well, fuck you, all right? <laughs> Uh, but no, um, as I was telling him, I, I like to use this show as a platform to give exposure to those that you may or may not know. Um, we all, on that block, we also had Just Pretend by Bad Omens, Heartless by You, Me, At Six. Uh, yes, we do some Nickelback on here. It is a new Nickelback song, and I am going to say Nickelback is there's some of their songs I do I do enjoy and this song had a nice little vibe to it It's called high time by Nickelback off the new uh, get rolling album Hurricane by hands like houses and a Baraki with Ronin featuring Gerard way um We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about Mr. Tarzan Duran Randy Christie's uh, pro wrestling career here on Motley Metal. Um, so what what do you have coming up uh, in, in the next couple months, couple couple weeks? You seem to be a pretty busy man. <laughs> yeah, I try, man. I, I mean, I still feel like I'm not busy enough. Everybody's like, oh, you're all over the place. Well, not enough. Not as much as I want to be. But I'm getting there. So tomorrow I'm going to be at Adrenaline Championship Wrestling in Hagerstown, Maryland for APL Bell Time. they got the Kings of Maryland Tournament, which, of course, I'm a part of. And oh yeah, I'm definitely going to kick some ass in that. It's going to be awesome. Um, we're going to have a, We're going to have a new king, King of Maryland, and Tarzan Duran. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to be King of Maryland. That's where I basically got my start in pro wrestling. So that'd be dope. Um, and then yeah, I'm going to do some filming with uh, Grim's Toy Show, which is awesome. You, you, know, you can always see me on the Grim Toy Show's episodes. You know, great. Yeah, very entertaining stuff. Um, then, like, my next, like, biggest thing is uh, January 13th. I'm returning to Oasis Pro in uh, Vallejo, California. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not sure exactly what I'm doing that day, but, you know, this is going to be my third time back there. And the past two has been fucking epic five-star matches. So I know they're going to give me somebody that can fucking go. We're going to kill it. And the very next day, I'm going to be in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, for three legacy wrestling. And this is going to be really cool. I'm going to be... Tag teaming, tag teaming with WWE alumni Ricardo Rodriguez, and we're going to be taking on Brex Keller, who has been killing it on the independent scene lately, and also a former WWE tag team champion, Paul London. And Fuck this yeah. match just dropped, and it's very, very ironic, because uh, January 14th, I was supposed to wrestle Brian Kendrick um, in Richfield, New Jersey, but the promoter over there decided to go and book Teddy Hart and literally put on the flyer Teddy Hart as seen on Peacock. Fucking idiot. And uh, yeah, so that didn't go over well. So like a lot of other people, I fucking I had to pull out. You know, it's you know I don't no, want to be a part right of that move. shit. That's the right move, bro. Fuck. When I seen yeah. him on the flyer right after the show aired, I'm like, are you fucking serious? As seen on Peacock, like now you're 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 fucking entertaining his fucking bullshit, and you're you're supporting his fucking bullshit. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fucking horrible. Like I'm on the goddamn flyer, and you know it fucking sucks. And but you know what, Ricardo Rodriguez is a great fucking dude, 
Um, he was the announcer for Alberto Del Rio at the WWE. Awesome fucking guy. And, uh, and yeah, man, I'm fucking tagging with him against fucking Paul London and Rex Keller that night. So that's going to be fucking insane. Fuck yeah, man. Uh, uh, yeah, you man. got an awesome schedule coming up. Uh, let yeah. let the people know where they can find you on social media. How can they contact you? Where can they buy your merch? Um, I mean, I think I have like a pro wrestling tees fucking thing, but I mean, honestly, I'm I'm like a whole bunch of new merch is coming in, so I'm gonna be carrying at the shows, and I'm gonna try to like figure out something else to where you know people could just buy stuff from me. I could like ship things to them, so I'm working on that soon. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, you can find me as Tarzanian underscore devil on Instagram. Um, Tarzan underscore Duran on Twitter. And you can find me under my real name, Randy Christie, on Facebook. So I'm on there. I'm on everything, man. I'm on everything. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, it was great having you on today. Thank you for taking time out your day to come chop it up with me. Um, An unconventional style of uh, interviewing here. But that, that's just uh, how we do it, man. Organically, it's live, it's raw. It's, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, it's, you know what, uh, but one more thing, man. I actually, go right ahead. I actually have, like, I have, like, four more songs uh, coming out this year. Um, yeah, so December 18th, the song called I Want to Be Free. Uh, December 24th, I got uh, I Do What I Want To coming out. And I, I figured I had to drop a song on Christmas. So that song is called Evil Incarnate. I just figured <laughs> that'd be, like, perfect for that day. And a song called When You're Calling on December 30th. So I'm just fucking just recording shit and dropping shit because I got so many fucking songs. I got like over 100 things that I'm trying to work on. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> well, you know, we'll, we, we'll be playing those songs here on Motley Metal. You are now part of this Motley Metal community. So expect to hear more of Randy Christie, Tarzan Duran, pro wrestling's rocking musician. Uh... And uh, again, thank you for taking time out your day to come chop it up with me and uh, to have my, you know, my listeners, um, you know, get to know who you are and get an insight on your life, man. Hell yeah, thank you, dude. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is almost that time to go, but not before. One last song, and it is by Fame on Fire. It's Plastic Heart, their new single that just dropped. Uh, thanks to each and every one of you for tuning in to another episode of Motley Metal. If you love what you hear on this episode, please share the show with your mother, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your uncle, because if you love hard rock, if you love metal, if you love rock and roll in general, then Motley Metal is the podcast and the radio internet show for you. As always, be excellent to each other and party on. Yeah.
There's no distractions You love for satisfaction You hurt yourself Injecting all your imperfections For a taste of fame You might act different But you're still the same And oh, I know When I look into your eyes When I look into your eyes I can see a thousand lies And if I just walked away Would your plastic break? It's always a And you've just listened to Motley Metal, featuring your host, who's preferred by 9 out of 10 single moms, Chris Rex. Don't forget your Motley Metal merch at paintrainpipebomb.threadless.com and check out our other shows like Wrestling with a Bear and Pipe Bomb Radio NYC on all listening platforms. Tune in again next time for another episode of Motley Metal.